Voice of the Cape Drive Time, welcome back to the show. 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. The community has learnt with sadness of the passing of agricultural leader Professor Mohammed Kiran. He was former dean of the Faculty of Agri-Sciences and in the past also served as acting vice-rector of the university. He was a staff member of Stellenbosch University's Department of Agricultural Economics since 1996, was a member of the National Planning Commission since 2010, and was president of Marty's Rugby since 2018. He served on some other committees, too many to mention. Online is a former ambassador, Ibrahim Rasul, and later on we're hoping Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Ms. Talker Dadiza, will be online. But uh, I do believe that the Minister and uh, Mr. Rasul are online. But I'm going to go uh, ladies first. Uh, Minister Dadiza, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and how are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. Not as fine as I would like to be, because we're talking about uh, the passing of somebody who was not only a giant in our community, but a giant, I think, in the uh, greater South African community. And I'm talking about uh, the late Professor Mohammed Kiran. I believe, um, as Minister of Agriculture, you must have had a lot of dealings with him because he was on so many committees. Yes, I did. Uh, in my first stint uh, in the early ni- uh, 2000, when I was appointed Minister of Agriculture, already Mohammed was involved in the agricultural sector. And later, now, when I became minister again, Mohammed was part of the Presidential Advisory Committee on Land and Agriculture, which actually identified what were the bottlenecks in terms of South Africa's agricultural sector as well as its land reform. Their recommendations, which we are still uh, implementing now, actually speak of somebody whose insight, together with his collective, were able to assist the government to see what it is that needs to be done in order to build a vibrant agricultural sector that is inclusive. I mean, Minister, he was passionate about this. I mean, we were uh, privileged to interview him a a few times about his visions uh, in in terms of agriculture. And he seemed to be right on the money in terms of how we had to integrate everything in terms of community, uh, of getting people to farm, and how we use the land. Precisely. I mean, one of the things that Mohammed actually, as an agricultural economist in his own right, he appreciated the role that agriculture plays in the economy. And also, what are the possibilities that still exist to make sure that sector can bring in those people who were historically disadvantaged? And at the same time, looking at how land reform can actually be implemented in a way that it heals the wounds of the past. Hence, he also proposed an approach of public-private partnership to say our private sector in this country, particularly agricultural business, has a role to play in bringing in participation those who have been historically excluded. 
Absolutely. Minister, I'm going to cross to Ambassador Rasul. Mr. Rasul, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the show. Uh, your take on Professor Muhammad Karan, uh, so many roles he he played in the community. Very few people knew he was Hafiz al-Quran. Um, he was also involved in rugby. So many hats. Wa alaikum salam. Shafiq and Bolo. So, Mr. Rasul, you are very soft. Uh, if you could maybe just talk uh, more loudly into your phone. It looks like we've lost our call with Ambassador Rasul. We'll try and get him back on again. But to go back uh, to Minister uh, of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Ms. Toko Dediza, when we look at, at the vision of Professor Muhammad Keran, how important is it in government when you're trying to implement important policies to have people who've got the vision? It is very important to actually have people with a vision, but also with a passion, in actually ensuring that our country grow in greater heights, particularly in agriculture and rural development. For instance, if you look at our national development plan, of which Mohammed Karan was a, a part, in terms of his role as one of the um, members of the planning commission, located the things that needed to be done in order to advance land and agriculture in our country as part of the economic sector. Also looked at issues uh, where policy gaps exist that must be dealt with. Even in the Presidential Advisory Committee, one of the things that they recommended was the need for the review of the uh, South Africa's land policy. As you know, that our last policy uh, development in terms of land reform, for instance, our land policy is the White Paper of 1997. And looking at the things that have happened, the proposal of the Presidential Advisory Committee was that there's a need for a review. One of the issues that they also highlighted was the need for strengthening our land administration to ensure that as a state we can actually create a framework that administers this infinite resource very, very well. Indeed. And uh, I think we've got uh, former Ambassador Mr. Rasul more clearly on the line. Uh, um, hopefully we can hear you clearly now. Shafiq, Salam alaikum and Bolo Sistoko. Nice yeah, I want to say that this is indeed a sad moment. It's very few times that someone who is almost the complete human being crosses our paths. Someone who does the things that the minister speaks about is forward thinking about agriculture and aware of the injustices of the past and tries not simply to choose a side in it, but to find the balance and the integration because how do you heal the wounds of the past and feed the needs of the future? That was the kind of thing that we've heard from him. He was deeply rooted in the spiritualism and the religion of Islam. And that was his guiding um, principle. But he understood that belief as a spoken word and as an inner feeling was not enough unless it is also manifested in the kind of societal actions that he had to bring. And so his defense of the Qur'an, Hafidul Qur'an, his memorization was more than the memory it was to advance the vision of the Qur'an in a chosen sector like agriculture, to make his mark, to transform a university like Stellenbosch, 
the bastion of historical apartheid and to turn it into a force for good through his contribution, particularly through agriculture and intersecting with my later life as chairman of Western Province Rugby, the president of Marty's Rugby and being part of a, a, a transformative process. That's almost as complete a human being as you can get. And I'm honored to have known him, and I'm honored to have worked with him when the ANC um, had to defend itself and to advance the cause of land reform, the Section 25. He was, his footprint was all over that kind of policy, all over the balance of that, um, that policy, and he resisted the siren songs of, of populism around land reform and said, that we must heal the wounds of the past, but not jeopardize what we need to secure for the future. I'm sure you'd agree that um, on the ethics of the question, he was an immovable object. Um, it was almost as if he was beyond politics. Um, uh, when you spoke to him or, or interviewed him, uh, especially about land reform and agricultural issues, it was the way it was according to what he'd learned, and he obviously knew much more than any of us asking him the questions. No, I think he had politics with a big P. He had the politics of the need for egalitarianism, the need for delivery, the need for food security, without getting into the party political things, although he had loyalties. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was not going to make political loyalties the substance of public policy um, on matters. And that, I think, is what we appreciated um, with him. When I was Premier in the Western Cape, he was part of conceptualizing this vision of Ikapa Elichlumayo, the Cape that we grow and the Cape that we share. And Mm. that was the balance that he brought to, to agriculture. It was how do we solve the dilemmas of new entrants? They have the zeal, but how do we also add the skill? They have the appetite But how do we bring in the kind of tools that they may require? And that's the point at which, in in her first iteration, the minister that is on the line um, was referring to. He was there in the experimental phase, um, but he was also later with um, with with the national plan. He was also there in the policy and implementation phase. Minister, to get back to you, would you agree that uh, the late Professor Muhammad Karan, when it came to agriculture, what we found interesting in interviewing him was that um, he wasn't about the old paradigm. Yes, we, we take that for granted. But the way he saw things going forward um, in terms of transforming the agricultural landscape, and it seemed as if he, he really had a deep understanding of um, what an emerging farmer, for example, would need to enter into this arena. I mean, your take on that? Yes, indeed, it's true. Um, For me, it affirms what uh, Ambassador Rasul has just said, that while he appreciated the challenges of the past, he was also visionary in looking at the solutions for the future that would actually make the present and the future more successful, particularly in building an inclusive agricultural sector of our country. So on one hand, he understood how the commercial agriculture of the past was built in terms of the support from the state. And at the same time, he understood what were the concerns of the 
existing farmers who come from historically disadvantaged were struggling with particular issues of access to land, issues of access to finance, issues of access to markets, information and research. So he understood that very well. But also in terms of building the human capital, a lot of students that were nurtured by um, Professor Karan, you would actually hear them as they have written some of them a tribute, such as Wandile Sihlobo, Esfison Dombela, Join Isaac, and others, who actually reflect the kind of human being that Mohammed was about. So he built this cohort of which, as society, we are benefiting from in terms of the footprint that he left behind. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Mr. Rasul for our final comments. What is going to be your biggest takeaway about your encounters with Professor Muhammad Kiran? You know, Shafiq, for me, he epitomized what the Quran describes as the good citizen, the good believer, the good human being, as akin to a date palm. And it's the idea that a date palm is deeply rooted secure in its faith, secure in its ideology, secure in its belief system. Its bow, its trunk, sways in the wind, never breaking. So the flexibility that comes with security of faith is absolutely crucial. And you are allowed to go into any sector of society, rugby, agriculture, wherever, university life, the academic life, and and, and be flexible, but always rooted in who you are, your identity. Your leaves give shade to all who encounter you, whether it is that you're making agriculture sexy in the sense that you entice young people to not look down on agricultural workers, but to become leaders in agriculture. I think that was one of his greatest. And his fruit is available all year round for anyone who needs sustenance. That's the definition of being a faithful person, of being a good human being. And that is what I say has epitomized the life of Professor Mohammed Karan. And I think that we need role models. And I want to suggest to anyone who simply wants to be a good person, a good believer, look at the life of Mohammed Karan and draw inspiration um, from it, because we won't find better um, in this world today. Minister Toko Dediza, your final concluding remarks about the life and times of Professor Muhammad Keran. Thank you very much. What I can say is that as an agricultural sector, but also as a country, we've actually lost one of those rare professionals, community activists, who really was a patriot of our country and willing to serve and ensure that he makes his contribution in the development of South Africa. We want to say thank you to his family, who really had given Mohammed the space to be able to do what he did. But also his conviction spiritually, as articulated by um, Rasul, has really enabled him to be... to.
And it looks like uh, we've lost our line there with uh, Minister Toko Dediza, but a great thanks to her, Minister Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, and of course former Ambassador Ibrahim Rasul, also now in charge of Western Province Rugby, uh, one of the many areas in which he had uh, encounters with the late Professor Mohammed Kiran. Shukran for chatting to us. Afwan and all the best, inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.